Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple, and it's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. And you know, I've made this podcast my very own. I've talked about different things. And you know, that's just what you have to do when you want to be a podcast host. You got to know how to reach your audience. And best of yet, I'm on Apple iTunes. So, go to anchor.fm to start. And like I said, if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's that's anchor.fm fm slash start i can't wait to hear your podcast welcome to words for the wise with your host demarco williams so what makes a relationship works well me only being 21, I don't know all the answers just yet. But what I can tell you is very, is what I've learned so far. So relationships, whether friendships or actual dating relationships, are never an easy task. But it can be done. So... What makes an, a relationship between a boy and a girl a relationship? Well, one, if you're both pursuing the relationship, that's, then that's what you want, correct? I would say that's, that's true. But you can't push it. Like, you can't force a relationship on somebody that don't want it. You may be asking, what do you mean by that, DeMarco? Well, what I mean is, you know, say the guy goes spit game to the girl, ask for the number, and she gives the number. But she felt like she was pressured to give him her number. If you're not comfortable with the situation, you should have never stepped foot into it because what has happened is, you have possibly led that guy on into thinking that you are really into him. And what makes it even worse is when you give a person your phone number, you never text, you never call, you lead them on in a regular face-to-face conversation, but you go back and tell somebody else that it made you feel uncomfortable. My thing is, how the hell does it make you feel uncomfortable if you engaged in it? 
if you engage in this happening, then it's obvious that you weren't uncomfortable. But enough of that. So for a relationship between a male and a female or whatever you prefer to happen, you both have to want it. But it comes a time where you can't be what a guy can't be a boy and the girl can't be a girl. What what do I mean by that? What I mean is that, you know, it comes a time where you have to grow up. Let me tell you why I say this. A boy would do nothing but play games his entire life. And I mean his entire life. He will lead somebody on just to lead them. And the same thing goes for females. A female, if she's not mature enough, she will lead you on, have you ask her out, y'all start dating, quote unquote, but the messages start getting shorter and shorter and shorter until one day you realize that you've been ghosted or you've been blocked. Trust me, I know I've been there and I've also done it before. But, you know, what I'm trying to say is when it comes to a relationship between a person of your choice, you both have to give it your all. There's no such thing as 50-50. You got to go at a, a hundred. You both got to give it 100%. What I mean by that is if you both put in 50%, I feel like, to me, you're not putting your all in. And so when you both give 50%, it's like you're half-assing on a relationship. When you could be going all in and doing the best for each other. But that's just my opinion. But also, another thing about relationships is called puppy love. Puppy love is when you fall in, when you start talking, you fall in love, you start dating, then you hit a rough patch. And... Y'all are no longer together. It happens a lot. But it happens more in our youth than our adults, I would say. Mostly because our youth are now so focused on not building with someone, but just having someone to call their own, someone to call their girlfriend, someone to call their boyfriend. They just want to meet the status quo that everybody else has set. They want to fit in with the popular crowd. But, you know, they're not going to date the guy that's working his... This is a little biased because I've seen it happen. It's happened to me. They're not going to date the guy that drives the hoop the car and 
makes like works every day to afford the things that he wants. No, they're going to want to go after the person that drives the nicest vehicle, wears the finest clothes, and looks like they got it together on social media. But where does it go wrong? The answer to that is the fact of where it goes wrong. When you both get together, yes, that person might be driving the nicest car, wearing the finest of clothes, and, you know, seem like you got it together on social media. But you meet them in real life, and the reason why he able to afford the nice vehicle, he ain't got no other bills, but she ain't got no other bills. Staying at home with mom and daddy. Mom and daddy taking care of them. Paying all their bills. They paying the car payment that they got. They ain't got to work because the, the family got money. I've seen it happen. I've been a victim of it. And so with that being said, you have, excuse my language, because I'm trying to get this podcast to be a little bit more PG, but the fuck boys will get chose faster than the actual gentleman. Now, yes, you may hear the terms ends ain't shit, niggas ain't shit. But, you know, they go both ways. Some men ain't shit, some females ain't shit. So when you go, but we're all humans. You pick what you pick. And you don't pitch a fit after you find out what their life really is like behind social media and behind them fronting all the time. And the reason why I can say that is because I fronted to get into relationships before. So I know. I have nothing. Like, I don't have half my life together. Reason why? I'm only 21. I'll be 22 in February. But that's not the point. People look down on those who want to work for a living to get the things that they want in life because they want to be spoiled and everything else right then and there. It, Baby, it don't always work that way because if you want something, you got to make money. In order to spend money, you got to make the money. In order to make the money, you got to get up and you got to take your ass to work every day or whenever you are scheduled. You know, and that's one thing that seems to fail in the relationship. They don't understand, hey, I want this, but I need to go out and do this so that I can afford this. So that's that. The next thing I'm going to talk about is why relationships tend to fail so fast. I kind of already hit on it, but I want to go a little bit more in depth about it. So, that being said, let's go ahead and jump in. Why do relationships fail? Like I said, I done already kind of talked about it. It's because you got this thing called puppy love. But the reason why most relationships fail is because 
Growing up, we watched these Disney movies and everything where we saw our favorite characters get who they wanted and live happily ever after. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but baby, it don't work that way. No, no, baby, what is you doing? It don't work that way. The reason why it don't work that way is because life is an ever-changing thing. It is never constant to what you are used to. It changes every second of every minute, of every hour, of every day, of every month, of every year. It may change in a millisecond. Who knows? But the thing is, you get in a relationship and things seem to be going real well. You're both in love. You both said I love you to each other. All of a sudden, you realize your partner's going through some rough stuff. And what happens? You decide that you won't you decide, okay, let's try to work this, let's try to work this out. Some guys, let's try to work this out. That's me. I'm here for you. What do you need me to do? But then you have others, the messages will get shorter and shorter and shorter until it can't get no shorter because they're not replying to when that happens you're not hurting yourself you're hurting the other person that gave you that all that wanted to help you because what you have done is pretty much told them I don't want your help and when a person feels like they're not wanted that throws them in this deep, dark pit of what did I do? What did I do wrong? What could I, what could I have done differently? And that's the mindset that I used to understand is times are going to get rough. Relationships going to have its ups and downs. But the strongest warriors get the hardest battles what do I mean by that pretty much what I mean by this is when you go through something and you are determined as a couple to stick together no matter what you're both going to go through hell and back and back to hell and back to make sure that everything comes out like you want it to it may not be exactly the plan, but you're going to make sure that it comes out to the way that you would like it or close to it. Meaning there is no, not going to be any breakups. It's going to be arguments. Arguments going to happen in a relationship. And it's going to happen in friendships, which I'm going to hit on next. But we have to keep in mind that when times get rough, we cannot keep running from our problems. It comes a time where you have to grow up 
And you have to look your problems in your face and say, okay, I'm not running anymore. But I'm going to stand, I'm going to look it dead in the face, and we're going to conquer it. It, like I said, if you both put in 100%, you can conquer anything that comes your way. From people telling you that you don't need to date them to your family saying, why are you with them? You can conquer anything and everything. That's something that you have to keep in your mind, though. Because it's people all around you. They say that they want you, but they didn't want you when you were single. They wanted you after, like they caught feelings for you after you got in a relationship. But once you get single, they're nowhere to be found. And that's the messed up thing about it. It's like, but you said that you wanted me. But now that I'm single, I I left him or I left her to get with you. Not always a good idea because you don't know who they had. You don't know what they're going through. And you don't know their financial situation or anything. They could be bringing you in because they can't make their payments. So they're bringing you in to make their payments while they just sit back and relax. That's not the way things work. But the next thing about relationships is getting to the engagement and the marriage. And I'm getting ready to hit on that as I've been engaged twice. So don't leave. We about to get to the best parts of this podcast. Engagement leads to marriage if it works out. But I'm not going to hit on this too much because, like I said, I'm 21 years old. But when it take when it comes to an engagement, you and your partner have to sit down and start planning this wedding. But not only do you have to start planning this wedding, but you have to start you have to bring your finances together. Like, okay, we want to get married and this is what we got. This is what we need. This is the income that we need. This is how much our bills are going to be. This is how much our wedding's going to be. And this is how much we're willing to spend on the honeymoon. When you sit down and you talk about stuff like that, you tend to get closer. You tend to realize more about the other person. But if you're anything like me, I never got that far. Why? Because one, I have commitment issues. Two, the other person has commitment issues. What do you mean by that, DeMarco? What I mean by that is when it comes close for the engagement to happen or you get ready to start planning the wedding. Ooh, excuse me. It's like, it's just kind of like, okay, yes, I want to be with you for the rest of my life, but I'm not willing to give up this so that we can afford this. I'm not willing to 
make one bank or checking account, make a joint account so that both of our checks can go in. Yes, I love you, but I got to sit back and think about it. Okay, sitting back and thinking about it is one thing. But never getting back to that person is the other thing. The guy or the girl, whoever proposed to you, has went out, bought this ring, no matter the cost. It's the thought that counts. And has maybe, maybe you only been dating for two, three weeks, but you just know that they're the one. So you decide to get engaged, like my dumb ass did. Uh, or maybe you've been dating six, seven months, and you decide to get engaged once again, like I did. And I know she's listened to the podcast. But anyway, that being said, you know, it's kind of like, okay, you never got back in touch with this person. So not only did you waste their time, but you wasted your time. What do I mean by you wasted your t- their time and your time? Forever, how long you've been dating, that's time that you cannot get back. That is time that you have kept a person that you said that you told when you were younger that you would date them on the sideline. But hey, maybe they need to stay on the sideline because maybe they, maybe they ain't shit. Just being honest with you. But with that being said, you know, an engagement leads to marriage. So this is how it works. Talking leads to dating. If it's in that aspect, dating leads to engagement. Engagement leads to marriage. Marriage leads to for better or for worse in sickness or in health. Hence the line for better or for worse. What does that mean? I think I've already talked about that. Times are going to get rough. But you think that when you're dating, things are rough. When you get engaged, things are going to get even rough, even more rough. Why? Because you have more people breathing down your neck. You have more people talking in your ear or your ears, telling you that you should do this, that you should do that, that you shouldn't do this, that you shouldn't do that, that you shouldn't be with this person, that you should be with this person. That why didn't you date their daughter? Why didn't you date their son? All this and that. Or if you date this person, I'm not associating with you. But if you date this person, I'll make you my bridesmaid. I'll make you my best man. No, that's not the way things work. But it tends to happen. So like I said, when you get engaged, things get three times to ten times worse. 
But when you get married, maybe correct me if I'm wrong because I've never been married, but it gets a hundred times worse. Why? Because it ain't just your family you're dealing with anymore. Oh, no, baby, it's not. You got to deal with your in-laws now. Maybe you marry into a family that doesn't like you and resent you every time you come around. Or maybe it, the feeling is mutual. They don't like you, you don't like them. They don't like the way that you were raised. They don't like the way that your family do things. Things gets worse. It always does. But if you are willing to work it out and get through those things, you are going to be, you and your spouse are going to be set no matter what you go through. Because you know that they got your front, you got their back. What I mean by that, that means that you're always looking out for each other. It, like, it doesn't matter. Like, no matter what comes your way, you're going to be ready for it. You're going to have a plan to get through it. So that's all I'm going to talk about, about the engagement and marriage part. Now I'm going to hit very briefly on friendships and what makes it work. If you remember, I talked about true friends versus fake friends. Well, right now, I want to kind of go in a little depth since I'm talking about relationships. Like I said, friendships are also relationships between people who are really close. So, let's go ahead and jump in. Friendships. Why is a friendship considered a relationship? My answer would be because a friendship is two pe- two or more people that are really close and have been through hell and back throughout some time. So what makes the friendship genuine? What makes it work? The answer to that is almost just like a relationship. You both have to be willing to look out for each other. You have to know what that person is willing to do and what you're willing to do for them. I'm not talking about anything illegal. But if you, how can I say this? You need more support than as a friend, your friend's going to be there to give you that moral support. You need a show to cry on. You need somebody to confess to. They're going to be there. That's how it works. But. Not all friendships are like that. You have many different friendships. You have friends with benefits. That just means that your friends fucking each other. Being honest. Don't like it? Oh, well. But 
then you have friends, then you have acquaintances, and then you have your best friends. So let's start with an acquaintance. What is an acquaintance? An acquaintance to me is somebody that you know that hangs out with your friends, but you really don't fool with them, which can eventually, and say you fall out with that acquaintance, that can eventually lead to you falling out with your friend or your group of friends. And like an acquaintance is somebody that you know, but really has no interaction with. Like, you don't talk on a daily basis. Hell, you don't talk on a weekly basis. You may talk every now and then. You may just say hey and bye to them, but that's about it. All right? Your friends. Your friends, to me, are going to be the people that you've just got to know, and you're wondering, you're wondering, like, hey, Okay, so you my friend now. Like, a friend is a stranger that you connected with that you want to get to know more about. All right, cool. Your best friend. Your best friend is the person that you've been hanging out with. It doesn't matter what the time frame is. But they know you, you know them, you know what they like. They know what you like. They know what you don't like. They, You know what they don't like. Like, you need something, and they're there. Don't get me wrong. Your friend's going to be there, too. But your best friend's going to be the ones that always be there for you. The difference between a friend and a best friend, a friend, if you stop communicating, you don't get closer. You eventually lose contact. You never speak again. Your best friends, y'all been friends since kindergarten. Now you're grown. You both got your own personal life and you're dating. Or maybe you're married. Or you're working all the time. So you really can't communicate. You really can't hang out like you used to. But they still check up on you from time to time. They come in on your posts, on your social media. They tell you that they cheering from you from the distance. That's the difference between a friend and a best friend. No matter what, a best friend is going to have you back. You, Yeah, you and your best friend are going to fall out. It's going to happen. But what's the thing about it? It's just like a relationship. If you both want it, you're going to make up. You're going to... And that argument, that fallout that y'all had, it's going to get y'all closer. It's going to let you know more about what, all right, they, I did this, they don't like this. All right, so I don't need to do that again. The difference between some friends and your best friends, some friends going to tell you what you want to hear. Your best friends, they ain't going to play that. They're going to tell you what you need to hear. But that's always a good thing. You don't need somebody to tell you what you want to hear. You need somebody to tell you what you need to hear. So that's going to wrap up this week's 
episode of Words for the Wise. My name is DeMarco Williams, and this is not goodbye, but until next time.